You're listening to the EWN Podcast Network. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. I'm Tara from Plus Fitness with Tara. I'm a curvy, fun, body-positive coach and personal trainer. I love business and fitness. Do you have the tools you need to be a rock star in fitness? A healthy love of yourself and help from me in sifting through health news will do that. I've got fitness topics and guests. Rockstars aren't born, they're bred in experience and fire. Let's do this together. Hi there, I'm Tara McDonald from Plus Fitness with Tara. I am a personal trainer, fitness instructor, yoga instructor, and coach. And today I have with me Stacey Chesnut, who organizes events and does uh, running and walking events such as Soul Sisters Women's Race, uh, which I'm, you know, a participant in and also sponsor of this year. So Stacey, why don't you tell people where they can reach you first off so we get that going. Absolutely. So I'm all over social media. You'll see I have Instagram and Facebook accounts for Soul Sisters Race and Girls Gone Gazelle. Now, if you want to call me, I'm going to pull an Amy Schumer and give you my phone number, 902-209-4303. But to be honest, I, I answer messages a lot quicker. So Soul Sisters Race inbox, Facebook is probably the quickest way to reach me. Awesome. Awesome. So Stacey, so I, I want to chat first about the event you've got coming up um, for International Women's Day. Can you give me a little background on it and what it's about? I absolutely can. So the background really goes back to International Women's Day, March 2017, where we had a campaign called Stop Waiting. And the point of Stop Waiting was to tell women and girls really to stop waiting on having the perfect body or having the perfect fitness to sign up for a race or waiting until you had enough confidence to try your first Zumba or yoga class. Um, And part of the challenge is we took 10 Soul Sisters ambassadors of every shape and color and we asked her to pose in her underwear um, just to show that, you know, body positivity and just show that women represent very many different body types, you know, so it was their personal challenge was basically to be almost naked in in the media um, and, you know, stop waiting for the perfect body to to put yourself out there. So that's what sort of, that's definitely what started this. But now fast forward three years ahead and I've been, well, I've been reading a lot about this movement towards um, running in just a jog bra. And, you know, these groups called bra squads. And in particular, in August, I'm reading this amazing article. And this woman talks about how running without a shirt, it basically liberates your inner athlete. And my my joy, everything that I do is I want women to realize they are athletes. You know, we're very critical of ourselves. And it's hard to say, you know, well, it's not hard to say. A lot of women think it's hard to say I'm an athlete because I don't look a certain way or I don't run a certain pace or I don't run. I'm a walker. I'm not an athlete. And it's like you are an athlete. So when she said taking your shirt off liberates you and lets the inner athlete out, I was like ding, ding, ding. And so since last August, I've been and that's basically what we were doing when we were standing in our undergarments, you know, for the original mm-hmm. stop waiting. Um, but I've been talking to all my girlfriends, just basically wherever I am, like, do you run in just a, a bra or why don't you? And I heard every reason, you know, a lot of people, their first guess is, oh, it's because, you know, I, I'm a certain size, so I'm not going to run in a bra, just a bra. But that is 
That is a fallacy because I know very thin women who will not run in just a bra because they think they're too old or they think they're not fast enough because only fast runners do that or they're moms and they're not really happy with the saggy skin. So anyway, the, the whole point of Stop Waiting 2020 is to get girls, challenge them to come join me in an indoor track because it is March 7th and we basically would get hypothermia if we did this outside in Canada um, and run or walk. And we have the track for an hour. So to do any distance you want, but to do like the intent is that we all do one mile and it's going to be hard. Some of us, it's going to be hard for reasons that aren't even obvious. Um, I, I hate being cold and I'm going to have on a toque and arm warmers and gloves and tights and a scarf, but I am not going to have a shirt on. And then there are other women that are going to be really really self-conscious about not having a shirt so it's a private well it's not normally a private track but it's private for us and in fact it's in an arena around ice which adds to the cold unfortunately Um, and we're making sure that nobody is on the ice so that is our space and it's I put it on locally we have something called Evite sorry yeah Evite and within a minute of having it on to just to to take tickets, I had somebody sign up. So I was like, okay, this is great. I mean, a minute after it's live, I've got someone interested. So um, I've talked a lot, but but the point is really to get women and girls together to be active and to do it not wearing a shirt. And, you know, it's going to be really uncomfortable. I think it's going to be amazing, but it's going to be a hard thing. And um, I want women to do it because, you know, well, I think once it's done, it's going to be just like that author said. I think they're going to be so liberated. Yeah. And I think what's, so. what's going to be really hard, like you said, there's multiple reasons why every woman who walks into that track, even though it's a private area, will be fighting themselves. Right? Oh, you know? yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because it's complex. But, it's not but, just as simple as taking your shirt off. Like, you know, women are going to – but once they see that there are other women, it's going to be like, oh, I'm safe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah, it, well, the, the environment will be totally safe. And what I've learned over the years, um, Soul Sisters Women's Race has had over 22,000 participants. And I've talked to all of them at some point. But, but what I've learned is, you know, you're very positive about your friends, about your family. You're so encouraging. And you find all the reasons why they're amazing and you tell them. But you hold on to your own issues. So, but when those women get together as a group, there's this energy and this power. And yes, we're going to feel uncomfortable initially taking our shirts off to go for a walk or a run. But I guarantee that the collective group and that energy is going to be so inspiring and so safe. And it's, I think it's just going to flip a switch. I don't think it would be, I would challenge or encourage women who can't come to our event to go for a run or a walk without their shirt that day to be, you know, virtually with us. But I think that would be so much harder. And I mean, of course it will, it will still be satisfying, but it won't be the way our group will. It'll just, I think it's going to be amazing. I think it's going to be amazing. I I absolutely can't wait. Um, and I think all the gals that come and get a Soul Sisters toque are going to be wearing that toque with pride. Now, I hope that come June when we have our Soul Sisters uh, 5K, I hope that girls and women will leave their shirts off, you know, when it's a little bit more comfortable. And I hope that they'll challenge themselves to do it outside of our event. And, you know, once you've done something, it's a lot easier to do it again. It's that first step that's so hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just want to say this is such a great idea, especially uh, with all the different things going on for Women's Day. You know, it's really, you know, it's really great rather than just having like sitting down and doing a breakfast and listening to a speaker. Not that there's not anything bad with that. It's just that when you have something like relatively simple yet unique come at you where you're just like, take your shirt off and do a mile, you know, you're just like, that is liberating. Do you know what I mean? And it's empowering and it's, it's, and it's more active than, you know, sitting down and, and, you know, listening to a speaker because you're actually creating a community as well. Cause everybody on that track is fighting themselves to get on there. Do you know what I mean? And 
just going through those oh, hurdles yeah. and then getting on there and then doing it is going to feel so great. They're just not going to want to put their yeah. shirt back on. <laughs> That's not going to be that cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, what, what, what I might suggest is, you know, as a group, when we're done, to be like, okay, let's go get a coffee somewhere so we can talk and so we yeah. can share what was the thing you were the most afraid of. What was yeah. the thing that, you know, you struggled or what did you find the most interesting? Because I, I agree with you. Being active is so much better than just sitting and letting somebody talk at you. But, and, and I, I find that when you're talking about really scary things, you can say it while you're moving in a way that you can't really do if, you know, you were sitting in an audience and someone asked you to share, right? So yeah. I, I think there'll be conversations during it, but then I hope that we'll, we can keep the conversation going um, someplace later when it's warmer. I mean, I hate to yeah. focus on the, the cold, but I personally, oh. I will, I am, I know that's going to be a challenge. It's funny. We've had an event at this indoor track before and um, the women, when they were running, started to sweat and they were like, oh, it's great because it's so cool. And so I know some women won't be bothered, but it's, it's my personal, it's what I'm afraid of going to do this, that I'm going to be cold. And I'm also almost 50. So, you know, I have my own hangups about going for a run without a shirt, but you better believe I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And what I love too is that it's going to be fun. Like, that's the other thing. That's, it's not just going to be like, this liberating, yeah. you know, female empowerment thing, but it's just going to be fun because, you know, all you have to do is a mile or a little more if you want. Totally. But you're you're, you're going to have so much fun because everyone's doing the same kind <laughs> yep. of thing and going through the same kind of experience. And, and, and you know, and no one's going to know. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like in that, you know, the yep. public won't, won't have access to it. So there won't be any awkward, like, social things to worry about. But it'll be so much fun that you yep. just, you're, you're giving them permission to, to have their own expression, their own expression of freedom, but also their own ability to play and just have some fun with their body. Do you know what I mean? Yep. You know? So. Oh, and we're going to have fun. I, I've already had one of the gals ask me if she can help me with this soundtrack. So I'm, I don't know yet, but uh, I'm hoping that we can take, take over the sound system just yes. to get some pump you up music. And if we can't get the music, then I'm going to be like doing silly cheers, like rah, rah for the top. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, there's no telling what I'll come up with. You know, you, you definitely, you definitely need something from the Spice Girls there to pump it up too, or something like that. Something really hilariously fun. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yes. Besides yes. the, besides the ongoing, like, you know, if there's any feminist musicians out there, sure, you know, maybe their stuff. But if they're not like have a beat, you know what I mean? Like, it's gonna be like, yeah, yeah, that'll be fun too. I mean, it just well, sounds like a great well. fun event. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's absolutely going to be a blast, and uh, I, I can't, I just can't wait. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't want them running too fast, because, you know, I, and I tell you what, there's definitely going to be a lot of conversation about the importance of a good jog bra. I know that's going to come up. I mean, uh, you know, not to, not to bring in being a coach here, but yeah. after shoes, or actually, no, not after shoes, shoes and the right bra are the two hands down most important things for any female runner. Um, yeah. And I think, unfortunately, we don't, we don't spend enough time, you know, focusing on that support. So if I can, I will try to get um, some, someone to, to maybe donate some prizes or, or certainly I want to hold a, a conversation, a workshop later about jog bras. But um, yeah, I just, I just, I think it's going to be so much fun. And there's just, there's just so many women that hold so many, fears and insecurities then I think for one hour they're gonna they're not gonna have them and I hope and I, I expect that they'll be more liberated to try this in the future you know once the yeah. warm weather comes around yeah 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 well and you know it's kind of like I know it'll be a little chilly but you know once you start to sweat you're not going to notice it but at the same time it's just like it's great that it's happening in March because it's pre-spring and summer, so people can kind of get like a lead into, you know, when it does get warmer to what it's like to take the shirt off and get over that faster because they've already done it. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you just said, like yep. it's just they'll have the experience yep. behind them and the feeling, and they'll just know that it's it's fine to do it. You know? Yeah. Oh, it it's it's more than fine. Can Tara? Is it okay if I share a quote from? Sure. And, and I, I yeah. do want to give credit credit that the magazine article. Uh, it was in August, it was in Runner's World, and it was written by an athlete named Kimberly Bradley. And, and the title of it was, um, Why It's Crazy Empowering to Run Shirtless. So this is her quote. Risk what your body may look like in the eyes of others for the sake of accepting your body and allow yourself to be comfortable. 
Your body is changing for the better. Give it the comfort and space it deserves. Not all athletes are born with athletic bodies, but many of us have an athlete deep within, waiting to be unpacked. Uncover that athlete starting with your t-shirt. Nice. I mean, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Uncover your athlete. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. I know. And, and I mean, and, and the problem with our media, and it's, you know, things are getting better slowly, um, but, you know, we only see one version of a woman, and she's usually like a 20-something, <laughs> and she's really tall, and she's really skinny, and she's really white, and that's all we see. And yeah. you know what? We need, we need to see what an athlete looks like, and she looks like every version of a woman, and there's so yeah. many versions. So if we can't take, if we can't take our shirt off, like I, I don't want to get too sidetracked, but there's a woman locally here in, in Halifax, Nova Scotia, that wins races. She's, you know, she's a master's athlete, but she's she's crazy fast. And it wasn't until last year that she had the courage to start racing in her jog bra because she had three children. Um, and she was embarrassed by her mom belly, you know, and I'm sorry, once you have three kids, that skin is never going to be exactly the same. And right. when she said that she used to wear, you know, tanks and she hid it. So everybody thought she had this, you know, enviable winner and she is a winner, but physique. And it was so hard for her to take her shirt off and, you know, she's, she's really made a point of telling women to try running and racing without it. And she's really proud of herself and she does it, you know, all the time now, but it was, it was, it was so hard. It was so hard. And I'm so glad she shared the journey. Cause that also stuck in my brain that, you know, here's someone that if you were to look at her, you think she's, she's got everything going on with running. She would never be embarrassed. And uh, she was. Yeah. Well, and, and, and you she know, also there's power was faster last running. year. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, and she was yeah. she was fat she was faster last year than she ever has been. You know yeah. what? Because she uncovered and took away a layer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's and it's very powerful to hear that vulnerability for other women who are listening, in that they can see that yeah. you know this you know quote unquote say possibly typical athlete you know had her own issues doing it, yeah. but overcame yeah. it and did it, and encourages others to do the same because it was such a great fun experience. You know, so yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you'll I have to talk to me af after the event, Tara. Yeah. And, um, are you are you in town, Tara? I am not. I am in Toronto that weekend. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Darn it. Yeah. You you travel a lot, so I, I figured <laughs> it might be a problem. Yeah. But I look forward to hearing all about it. I'm sure you're going to have a community, not just uh, you know joining your Soul Sisters race stuff, but also like a community of women who want to do that regularly, you might even start a run club up with that. Do you know what I mean? Like that would be kind of fun. Well, actually that that's a great idea. And I was thinking once the spring comes, especially because we have these socials where we'll start training for soul sisters. But I was thinking of picking one of the days and saying, okay, ladies, leave your shirts at home on this day. You know, if, if you can, I won't say don't yeah. come train with us if you have a shirt, but right, right, right. <laughs> shirt, yeah. shirt, shirt's optional day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God, sounds so good. Yeah. yeah. I hope other, I hope, uh, I hope other groups across Canada do something similar because I feel like, you know, women's day should be celebrated and not just some, you know, networking lunch or networking breakfast. Those are fun if you want to do that. But I feel like, you know, being a woman, can be a lot of fun and there's not a lot of, you know, that displayed sometimes, you know, in events on women's day, yeah. like you just do, you just do the normal thing. We're like, mm -hmm, we're honoring international women's day. We're all business women. We're very serious this is good, you know, yeah, we're talking, we're networking, exchanging ideas, that's still valid, it's just that, you know, try to have a little fun with it, you know what I mean, bring in, yeah. bring in your flamboyant self, bring in your fierce self, and bring in that vulnerable self, and, and be the woman who takes the shirt off and has a run, I mean, that, that sounds yeah. great, yeah. I'm going to do my best to promote it, because I agree with you, I, I think it's just one of those things where people need to hear the idea, and then I think they will absolutely embrace it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. We're going to take a little quick break and then we'll be right back with Stacy. But before we leave, Stacy, do you want to do a shout out on where people can reach you again? And, uh, and then we'll be back in a minute. Absolutely. So on Facebook, it's Soul Sisters Race, uh, the same hashtag for Instagram. I'm also available at Girls Gone Gazelle Run Club. And you could always call me at 902-209-4303. But you probably want to inbox me because I definitely respond to um, 
messages quicker than the phone. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. We'll be right back. Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Welcome back to the EWN Podcast Network. Okay, hi, I'm Tara McDonald, plus I'm Tara, and I'm here today with Stacey Chesnut. And Stacey and I were just talking about her International Women's Day event, and now we're going to talk about something else that is close to her heart too, which is Soul Sisters. So Stacey, why don't you tell me what Soul Sisters is about? If I didn't know, what is it about? Well, well, first off, if anyone's listening to this in Canada, I got to brag for a second because we're here in the Maritimes and we're doing something really special. Soul Sisters is the largest women's 5K in Canada. Um, it is a run or a walk. Uh, it's, it's all about the distance. It's five kilometers. So if you're going to walk, run, jog, whatever, you're covering that distance. Um, and we're known for our favorite color purple, which, uh, every year that's, that's the shirt color. And we're also known, uh, because we, if you choose, choose to, to select it in your swag, your race swag, we also have tutus. So we're really all about fun. Um, you know, 5k is hard, but it's not, it, it's hard in moments. So we try to make those moments fun and, and as you know, not, not hard the whole time. There is a big hill, so there are hard moments. But we've got chocolate on the stop. Um, sorry, we have a chocolate stop on the race course. We have a really hunky firefighters, both men and women, at the finish. I think you can be hunky both, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I grew up in the 80s. I grew up in the 80s. My adjectives may not work. Um, <laughs> uh, handsome and beautiful firefighters at the end. And uh, chocolate at the end, again, because that's always good. And we just, we have, we have so much fun and we do, we do time the race, but what's different about us, we truly believe in finish lines over finish times. So by default, everyone gets what's called a chip time. So you know how long it took you to do it. But if you don't want to time, then you're listed as an official finisher. Now there's some women, excuse me, sorry about that, who just won't do a race unless they actually have a time. And, And part of that is because they do races every year. So they want to gauge where they are with their fitness. So um, Soul Sisters, it's all women. It's tons of fun. It's around uh, the city of Lakes and Dartmouth. Just beautiful. So I think I think that's a pretty good macro version of what Soul Sisters is. Um, yeah. But we're, that's the race. That, that's the race. But we really, Tara, we're more of a community of women. And I say that because if we were just a race, we'd be one or two days a year and that would be it. But you, you know better than anyone because as the sponsor of Soul Sisters, you added a feature that's just been amazing. We have Soul Sister supporter parties. So we're getting together and we're not walking, we're not running, we're actually just being social. So we're not always active, but then, but we're mostly active because we also have Soul Sister socials where we're training for the eight weeks before the race. We, we train another eight weeks in the fall when we don't even have a race just because we want an excuse to get together and walk or run. Um, and we hold workshops and we talk about things you need to know as a runner. So, I mean, Soul Sisters, yeah, it's a community of women that really are just trying to use physical activity for their mental health. You know, it gives you confidence. It makes you feel better. It's, well, I, I believe in walking and running. It's, it's the best thing you could possibly do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I have to say from, you know, I always go back to my experience in 2015 because I literally was sitting in my car. It was, there was a little bit of rain and I was like, am I really going to do this? And this car pulled up beside me also in the parking lot 
where I was, and the woman just basically threw all her gear on, threw her tutu on, looked at me, closed the door, gave me the thumbs up, and left. And I'm like, I'm doing it. And I, just, oh. I threw on my rain jacket, oh, and I was okay. just doing it. But like, just even that little, she like, gave you the thumbs up. Oh, yeah, yes. it was just, it was just the enough to be like, oh, she just did it. I'm gonna do it too. I'm gonna walk her in a tutu with my rain yeah. jacket on, and get to the start line. And there's a sea of purple. I mean, that's basically the best yeah. way I can describe it. And everyone's talking away and chatting and having a great time and did a little run. And it was just such a fun event, and it always has been. And I love how you know each year there's you know more people who come there's even more new people who'd never done it before and you know yeah, and, yeah. And, and word of mouth spreads and stuff it's just and like you said it is a community and women keep in touch and they make friends on the day of and they all walk together and then you know they basically have the best time and it's and it's one of those yeah. things, and one of the things i love about this year maybe you want to talk a little bit about it is the is the metal the unicorn and stuff what is what does that mean <laughs> right okay so so we have been, you know, awarded best medals in Canada. And, and I think it's true because I, I really look at the medals as little pieces of art. But we've always had a version of our logo. And our logo are two girls running in profile. And, um, you know, because we're soul sisters. But this year, we still have the girls, but the bulk of the medal is all about a unicorn. Um, because who doesn't love a unicorn? I mean, it is it is the most beautiful metal. I love it so much, and it's it's just it's <clears throat> excuse me, it's really sweet. And there's more to it than I mean, I love unicorns, so that that's good enough. But part of it, the reason I was really digging the idea of a unicorn is the Boston Marathon is a very famous event that people covet and they hope to do one day. But there's a very small percentage of the active population that will ever get to Boston. And P.S. Boston has a unicorn for their medal. And I was like, you know what? Why don't we take that unicorn? And ours is actually way friendlier and, and cute. Um, I mean, uh, not to diss Boston. I don't mean I don't mean that. I don't uh, want uh, that to come across the wrong uh, way. Uh, what I, I just they're they're a very serious unicorn, and ours is not a serious. Ours is hey, this is fun, right? And which just is kind of perfect for our event. So I have yet to have someone see the medal that wasn't like, oh my God, I want that medal. And part of Soul Sisters, um, all ages, you know, from six up are able to do Soul Sisters. Uh, you really you have to have a parent with you until you're about age eight, though. But I do coach girls, so I know an eight-year-old can do the 5K. So this year, the Little Miss Soul Sisters, um, which are for girls 18 and under, they get the same medal. I've had so many moms telling me that their daughters are making them sign them up because they're doing the race because they're getting that medal. So, nice. Um, lot, lots, lots of people race bling race for particular medals this medal is going to get more gals active than normal i'm sure of it yeah yeah and you know what i think for me when i look at the unicorn i don't just think of like the mythical creature that's on the medal i think of like what this race <laughs> is for the new people do you mean as they as they walk through the course uh, and do it you know what i mean this race is the unicorn yeah. for some people so that medal yeah. is, is gonna is like a double whammy meaning you know like it's just like it literally is going to be someone's Mount Everest, you know, that they have done and yep. they're going to have that medal to remember by it. It's just going to be so epic, you know? Yeah. Terry, you literally, I wish I could show you, you literally just gave me goosebumps because yeah, you're totally right. That is, that's their unicorn. Um, and I hope that they carry the medal around with pride for, you know, days. And there's a, there's just a little feature with the medal. It's um, a little section that you can take off a little charm. So it could be like a keychain. So that gals can look, they can look at that throughout the year, right? I know the unicorn's going to be in a, a place that some special spot, but the the charm can go with them 365 yeah. days a year. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And t talk to me a little bit more. So, what is the what is what is the idea behind Little Miss Soul Sisters for people who've never done it before? I know we talk about it. You know, it's for 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 girls under the age of eighteen. Was it or fourteen? Was it eighteen or fourteen? But um, yeah. you know what? What? It's, what it's, is, it's eighteen. Yeah. So and what? And what is? And what is? Well, yeah. Tell me about it. Like why? Okay. So yeah. Uh, it, well, why? Yeah. <laughs> the why is I want more kids moving. You know, I nice. mean that's the bottom line. And and we can talk. We can talk in a few minutes about girls gone gazelle. But I can't. I coach fifty girls a year. Well, and actually that number is going to go up quite a bit this year. Um, 
that's not that I want to get all the girls. I want to get every girl I've ever met to, to see herself as an athlete, right? I want it for moms and I want it for daughters. So Little Miss Soul Sisters, I've taken the age group of 18 and under, mostly because there just, there isn't anywhere an all girls race that I know of. And I mean, I know about the, the women's races, but there isn't, can you hear me okay, Tara? Because yes, I'm yeah, getting no, a little bit of feedback. No, I, okay. I can hear you. Um, yeah. Okay. So um, there, there are women's only races, but there are no girls only races anywhere. So I was like, okay, well, let's do something about that. Now, these races are not timed because they're just meant to be Focus on fun. It's meant to be an introduction to running, okay, or walking, um, and it's one in a 2K. And for me, it's, you know, you have to see it to be it. So all these little girls are seeing their moms or aunts or grandmothers. We get multi-generations. They're seeing them do the 5K, and they're not ready for that, but they can do a one or a 2K. And I specifically went up to 18 years because there's this, speaking of mythical creature like a unicorn, I was at an event a couple of years ago, and they said that in Nova Scotia, the most unhealthy person is a 17-year-old girl. And I just thought, well, that's, that's awful. Like, so I want something where a junior high to a high schooler might consider coming to do it just because she wants that medal and she's willing to do one or 2K. I don't think I'm going to get her to do 5K just because she wants the medal because, I mean, teenage girls are tough. So I'm not looking for just the little girls. I'm looking for the little girls and the older girls. And I just, I really hope we've, we've changed the route a little bit this year so that everybody that's milling about waiting to go in, at six o'clock, because, oh, by the way, our races are at night because it's more fun to do something at night and then go out and celebrate. But the 5K goes at six o'clock. Little Miss Soul Sisters goes at 5.15. So everybody should be around and milling about on the beach and they'll be able to see the girls racing. So I think having the adults there to cheer them on is going to be really empowering and exciting for the girls. And I think it's going to work also to inspire the women to go have an amazing 5K because they've just seen these kids having fun. And if they weren't already having fun in their tutu, if they were too nervous, I think those girls are going to really get them excited about their own event. So yeah. I, I wanted both. I wanted the 5K and I wanted the shorter distances so that the girls could start somewhere. And yeah. unfortunately, I coached a lot of girls. What I hear is they don't run because they're not an expert, because they think that somebody that's done something for two years is an expert. I mean, when you're, unfortunately, when you're 12, 13, 14, people are experts with just a couple of years experience in their mind, and they're not willing to try, but they'll try Soul Sisters because it's other girls. There are no boys to worry about how they look or how they compete against them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's awesome. So, I mean, I just, I can totally see it too with the crowds like milling about and supporting each other just by being there, you know, and having a fun time and talking excitedly about how they just finished their 1K, their own unicorn, and then the women are lining up for the 5K. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be, <laughs> totally. I mean, yeah, it's going to be an energetic event for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. It always is. It's always awesome. Even, even when the weather isn't great, it's always awesome because yeah. just like you said, when that gal gave you the thumbs up in the rain, the cold rain, like, I don't know, soul sisters come to have fun and, yeah. and it happens. It's like a yeah. self, self-fulfilling prophecy. They know it's going to be fun and it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what's really great about this before we start to talk about be the inspiration is that, you know, Stacey, this is like an idea of planning events and having women show up, and that's great. But the enthusiasm that these women are going to feel when they get that medal and cross that line, no matter what distance it is, all women, even including the young uns, like it's going to be kind of like yeah. this. It's it's its own like magical kind of event where women forget about all the pressures put on themselves and just have a good time doing exercise, yeah. but also just being with each other and laughing and, and enjoying it, you know? Yeah. And I, yeah. I have to say, having yeah, been they, on the course, you know, even the people who have uh, different types of abilities and movement issues are still able to do it mm -hmm. and have the biggest smile when they cross that line. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. oh, totally. Yeah. And yeah, we, we, we get, we get people on every, at every stage of their fitness journey and they may have been a stud 20 years ago and they're not now, 
or they may 20 years ago, they might only be 20 years old, or maybe they just absolutely never thought they could do it. I mean, I have the luxury and the honor of being at the finish line, and I have cried many tears. I'm, I mean, I'm an emotional person, but it is the coolest thing in the world when a woman sees, we have this great big gantry, as you know, and she sees her finish line, and she hears the announcer calling her in, and she realizes she's done something. I just think, um, you know, a lot of folks, maybe they've been running long enough that they've forgotten what it was like to, to, to think, I can't do that. I can't possibly walk or run five kilometers. And then you do it. And women have so many people telling them throughout their lives that they are or they aren't an athlete or, you know, how can you think you're an athlete now? You're middle-aged. And to do it and to prove to themselves and to the world, I'm an athlete. I just did this. It's, it is cool. It is the coolest thing. Yeah. It really is the coolest thing because the just, just because just just from the side of before I became a sponsor and and got to see you know all the work that goes up to it and yes let's do a shout out to volunteers who are probably already thinking and working yeah. towards the, the events that you're having is that you know it's yeah. really creating like this epic kind of journey as you go through the course of you know of trials like when I'm in it I hear women talking about their lives and what's happening but they're also laughing and chatting and supporting each other and walking through and like watching people ahead of them and then they're laughing at the signs that you know that said something like yeah. you know you know sweat now you know you know drink later kind of thing and it's just like it's just it's one of those things where you're just like this is this is one event that I just you know cannot miss every year you know it's yeah so yeah yeah all right. Why don't you, why don't I like the sign that says it seemed like a good idea six months ago. Yes. Yeah. 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 Or, the, or does my tutu make me look fast? You know what I mean? Oh my. Yeah. That yeah. that is actually a quote of mine because I love it. I'm like, does this yeah. tutu make me look fast? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So why anyway. don't you why don't you talk to me about be the inspiration? What's that about? Well, so that's kind of, you know, every year we have a, a tagline for the race and just kind of a way to mark the year. And, you know, this year's the ninth year of the race. So it's a 90s theme. And I just, I borrowed a, a song lyric from the Dixie Chicks, Ready to Run. But Baby Inspiration was from about four years ago. And I just haven't been able to let it go. I use it for everything. And I remind women and girls about it because you, you never quite know your influence. You might think that somebody's watching or maybe you're making an impact if you've encouraged a friend or a family member and you've actually met them and trained with them. But sometimes you don't know that a coworker is watching you and they're willing to try something because you proved it was possible. So I just, I always remind women and girls to, to be the inspiration. And um, I just, I kind of had my own be the inspiration moment. I had the, for me, I've, I've been very fortunate in the last few years to, to get a bunch of awards, which they mean a lot to me, but nothing has meant as much to me as Monday. And this, this story I'm going to tell, it kind of wraps up like a teacher that's inspiration, a gazelle, a young girl that's inspiration, and then I guess myself that's an inspiration. So it's, it's multi-layered, but um, I was asked to go speak to a classroom about the importance of physical activity. And I'm here to tell you, anybody listening to this podcast, if you ask me to come speak and you're going to give me an audience of young people, I'm coming. Well, I've, I kind of go to everything, but I just, I agree. And then I'm like, oh, wait, where is that? And wait, what's the topic? So I thought I was going for just this classroom exercise. And I walk in and I know the teacher uh, because she's now a soul sister. And I know, I recognize immediately a gazelle and we have the, our not-for-profit Girls Gone Gazelle trains girls 9 to 13. Um, we, have a, we have a club motto that's, I don't chase boys, I pass them, and it's all about building confidence. So I walk in, and I see my gazelle. I had no idea that she was going to be in the class, and I was like, well, that would be fun because I, I you know, really like her. So um, they immediately tell me, oh, surprise, we fibbed. Uh, you're here because you're going to be the topic of a presentation. And my former gazelle from last year, who is 10 years old, proceeded to give a PowerPoint slide presentation for, I don't know, 10 minutes about me and how I influenced her and how I'm her role model. And it just, it blew me away. 
I mean, I'm going to get emotional now because a 10 year old girl prepared it. I I mean, I'm not even good with PowerPoint. And I, like I said, I'm almost 50. Um, And she stood in front of her class and she gave this presentation all about me. Oh, and I just, I, I told her, I said, that was really cool because public speaking is a hard thing. And she says to me, I know I was shaking. Like, Tara, how cool. So, so be the inspiration, the teacher, you know, put it out to the class. Like, do you have a role model? Who's changed your life? Um, so she's inspiring them. She facilitated this by tricking me to come there. And then a 10 year old is giving this presentation and I coached her last year and I'm you know she still thinks of me as an influence a year later like it's a anyway be the inspiration just means pay attention be kind encourage and realize that you're not being selfish you're doing something for you that's probably going to make a difference for somebody else so that's my story and I'm sticking to it Tara that's a good one. That's a good one. And you know what I love about it is that is that you is that they, they managed to surprise you because because not often oh. it's easy to surprise you. <laughs> no nobody surprises me. I can guess every Christmas present, I can guess every event. And I walked in there and was like, You have got to be kidding me. <laughs> what do you mean teachers lie? <laughs> and, and and the funny thing is so I have um I have a car that's deckled up with polka dots and I've got these purple hubcaps it's just totally fun and I lost a hubcap driving to the school and I was like you know what I don't even care that I lost the hubcap I was so happy but then speaking to how amazing the Soul Sisters volunteers are I just put it out on social media if anybody sees my hubcap and two of my very best volunteers went and found it and um it was a father and son, and, and the son has been volunteering at the race, you know, ever since he was uh, maybe eight, eight years old. But he found my hubcap. So, and, and that was just trying to help me because the volunteers want to help any way they can. I just have to make sure and ask for help for the event. I mean, this wasn't for the event. This was, well, for my own car. But, but it was still really cool that I got help, and they found yes. it. Yeah, and what I love about that is, like, the positive power of social media. You know what I mean? Because, like, you let your network know that you had this happen, and they're like, yeah, we're free. Let's go find it. Do you know what I mean? We'll go look, we'll go look for it. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a, a, lot of, a lot of times social media is bad, but, man, it's also really good sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it, it can work really well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, can you just tell everyone a little bit of your background in, in, in how you got into running when you were younger and stuff, just so people know, like, you know, that you have your own story, I, you know? Yeah. 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 It, okay. So you're, you're a coach and you know, you listed off a ton of things. I'm, I'm only a coach for running. And, and the reason is the only thing that I really can do is running. And if you give me a young girl, I'm telling you, anyone can be a runner. Like I have no coordination. You've seen me dance, um, but I can run. And and I made I made this discovery at a really important time in my life. So I'll circle back to you know I said that about the 17 year old girl. Well, I happened to be 17 when I discovered running, and I didn't know. And this is the 80s. Uh, I didn't I didn't know running really was a sport or a, a team activity, or, or I didn't know anything about it. But I had a best friend, and I did everything that my best friend did. And my best friend, Misty, decided to um, sign up for the track team. And she did it because she liked the boy on the track team. I mean, I'll just call a spade a spade. So she just <laughs> wanted to be, you know, near near the boy. And I just wanted to be near Misty. And, you know, and Misty, by the way, was an amazing, is an amazing athlete. But at that time, you know, she was an expert. She she actually was a phenomenal um, softball player. She was a cheerleader. Like, she had coordination, so she didn't really need running. I needed it, and I didn't know how much I needed it. But two weeks into the track season, um, she was in a car accident and had to, to quit the track team. And I stuck, stuck with it, even though my best friend wasn't on the team, And because I loved it. I loved it immediately. And sometimes you're just lucky enough to discover the thing that was meant to be your thing. So fast forward, um, next, next month I celebrate 32 years of being a runner. And um, more than a runner, I've been a, a racer. I'm very competitive, not, not in my coaching and not with um, encouraging everyone around me, but with myself. I've, I've, I've always raced because I, you know, I want to beat a clock. I want to beat somebody. 
um, I just love, love racing and it gave me confidence and the neatest thing. So confidence about so many things, but I did something hard running is hard. If anybody tells you it's not hard, they're lying to you or they've forgotten how hard it was when they started, but it's hard. And then you finish a run and you're proud of yourself. And I'm still proud of myself for finishing runs. Um, but I made, I made a mistake. I did a marathon quite early in my running career and it started an addiction. So I did my first marathon when I was 20. I'm now up to 63 marathons and I'm just, I'm kind of hoping to stop at 65 because that sounds like a good retirement number. I don't, I don't want to just, I mean, they're, they're kind of hard on your body after a while, not in the beginning, but, yeah. but when you've done 63, they start to be a little yeah. bit hard on, on your body. So yeah. um, I love running. I love running. I'm so glad I discovered it. And I have seen myself as an athlete ever since. And I'm, I am Canadian, but I grew up in Nashville, Tennessee. And um, I was called olive oil. I was teased about the way I looked and I didn't feel really good about my body because I was, um, well, I wasn't curvy. This was the eighties. Okay. Everybody was curvy and they looked a certain way. And then I started running and I discovered that part of why I liked running is that part of why I was good at running is, um, I had a, a really, real good, you know, body type for long distance running that uh, wasn't curvy, but didn't need to be for running. And yeah. I was like, well, tease me, tease me all you want. Uh, you want to race me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. So it just it just it it changed the lens of how I viewed myself, and it, it kicked some of my securities to the curb, which yeah. is probably probably why I want to get girls running. I just I want them, and you know, you, there's no one body type for running, but it certainly made me accept the body that I had immediately um, for doing longer distance. Yeah, and you know what's great about that is that uh, you know no matter how teenage girls get into it, because I know. I was on the Alpine ski team and doing rugby and, you know, being as athletic as I could be. But my, my perception about it was like, as soon as I hit grade 10, because I had come from a private school, I didn't want to do gym class. So I was like, no, I'm never doing that again because I couldn't handle the, <laughs> the, the Canadian endurance test that we had to do every year or whatever, where we got the badges and stuff like that. And cause I had asthma and I didn't know it. Like my yeah. doctor did not know I had asthma. My parents just thought I was out of breath all the time. Like, so, I didn't know I had Sarah, asthma. you didn't have. No, I didn't have anything. You so didn't have inhalers. No, I didn't have inhalers until I was uh, oh. until I was seventeen at university, because I went to I went to the medical clinic at the student center and said, "Yeah, I can't. Uh, I'm trying it for rugby and I can't breathe." And they're like, "Yeah, because you have asthma." And they started, <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And then I went and wow. I was like, "Oh my god!" And it, you know, and then I started playing squash in university, and it was just like it changed my life. But I, I laughed because. My parents weren't so good. They were they they were good people, but they weren't really good at diagnosing stuff because they both grew up on the farm. And if you were ever sick, it was the kind of thing where they're just like you might be taken out back and shot kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? So anytime they were sick, if they couldn't cure it with fish oil, it was going to be something else. Do you know what I mean? So you know, I very rarely saw a doctor in my teens, but when I when I did go in uh, when I came back for the summer and said to my family doctor, by the way, I have asthma. She was like, oh, she's like, well, we never, we never got you tested for that. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. And that's why yeah. I bring it up now because anybody who has any breathing problems, you can get tested yeah, and, yeah. and get, uh, and get medication that will help you continue. So you don't feel like you can't do anything. You know what I mean? But that's why I wouldn't do that right. high school because I felt like I couldn't do it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. Oh, well, but, I, didn't, I didn't like gym class because I couldn't dribble and I couldn't kick a ball, but I did have an inhaler and it's really powerful. Uh, you know, with my coaching of youth now, I always make sure they know I use an inhaler yeah. and, and that's kind of planting the seeds in case they need it. But it's yeah. also um, some people think you can't run with asthma and you know you can you just have to manage it and if yeah. i think if you see oh and I, and you actually have much more severe asthma than me i had very mild asthma growing up but i have exercise induced asthma and once a year i try to run without my inhaler and once a year i'm like nope still have asthma <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and also there's no there's no shame in getting help too is my whole point too because like you know, oh, if, no. you're, if you're having problems with exercise or something, please, please don't put it off. Go see a doctor. Tell them what you have and insist that they take a look at you, you know, because I think for every woman, you know, we, we tend to talk ourselves out of things medically. And I think that people sure. need to address that, but also like need to know, you know, that it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't influence anybody else other than you and getting help is, is like a good thing, you know, and you, and you can do the physical yeah. you want to do, you know, and you can succeed. 
you just need a little extra push where somebody else does not. Do you know what I mean? And it's not a big deal. Do you know what yep. I mean? So, yep. But um, but yeah. yes. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap up in a few minutes. But um, I just wanted to recap a few things. So we talked today about International Women's Day and the event at the Dartmouth Sportsplex. Uh, that is what's the date again? March seventh. March seventh. Yes. Yeah. Saturday March. is from eight to nine a.m. And do people just show up or they do an Eventbrite ticket first or something? What's Yeah, yeah. so you'll see there's a, a link on our Soul Sisters Race Facebook page, um, or you can search on Eventbrite, and it, it's just basically called uh, Soul Sisters Bra Squad. So those are the two ways. And the reason we have the tickets on Event Eventbrite is we're actually asking for a $20 donation um, that just to cover the cost of the event. And if anything remains, we're going to donate it to our, our not-for-profit. And we'll make sure you get a, a really cute, cozy toque um, if you make the donation. So I don't want anyone to not come. If they don't have uh, $20 for donation, they can still come. They just need to reach out to me. Yeah, cool. All right, awesome. And uh, and then we have the Soul Sisters June 6, 5K, and the Little Miss Soul Sisters yes. for anybody under the age of 18. Um, and and then we, of course, you know, talked about the medal. But I just want to say we do have the two Soul Sisters supporter parties coming up, too. Um, one's in April. Yes. Kitchen party that is on Eventbrite now that is live. And then um, we have the final one at Lightfoot and Wolfville Winery um, May 1st. And that will be our grand prize draw. So for anybody listening, the grand prize is being drawn that night and handed out. So get your booty to Wolfville and get going. And even better, come to Keith's well, party too because it's going to have some live music and you can't miss some fiddles, man. It's going to be fun. That's what I was, I was like. Are you going to tell them about the Celtic music of Fiddler? Yeah. And I mean, I've been calling the second event the wine bus event. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they, listen, ladies, you don't have to get yourself down to Wolfville. We're going to take you. Yeah. So how yeah. cool is that? Of course, so, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like only 70 people. And I can just imagine 70 people cramming on board. And then I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> but it's going to be so it's much gonna fun. It's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. so much fun yeah 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 and that's and that's why the sponsors and i decided to come through walsh performance caitlin a beaver wellness nutrition and uh health and stuff was because we wanted to have more fun this past year and also show our support yeah. for this great race and all the events that you do stacy because it is really fun and it's lovely to see the color purple everywhere and i'm glad you got your purple hubcap back that is good so you know, it's just it's one of those things where it's just like it's it's like we're just happy to be a part of it, and I'm just glad that um, yeah. you know it's on for another year, and that we're we're able to do this. Yeah, right yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Anything well, else thank you want to you. wrap up? It was up really with? lovely. Yeah. yeah. Anything else? No, you wrap up? I just just yeah. to tell ladies, register. I mean, do not wait. A lot of people in the Maritimes want to wait, check the weather. You don't get that option. This race always sells out, and you don't want to be thinking about it too long. Okay, yeah. so go ahead and register. And if anything happens, you think you can't make it that day, do it virtually. We can talk about that another time. But I, I would just I'd say Saturday, June 6th, hold the date and go ahead and register. And you can see that registration link on our Facebook page, or you can go um, to our website for a direct link. So it's and make sure you know, ladies, Soul Sisters is S O L E. Okay, like your shoe, your soul, not your, not your, your chi, your soul inside. S O L E, soul yeah. sisters. Yeah, yeah. And Cece, where can people reach you if they want to get in touch? So, soul sisters on the website with Soul Sisters Race, we have a contact tab, or on Facebook, Soul Sisters Race on Facebook, we have the inbox there, or you could call me nine zero two two zero nine four three zero three. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, that is wrapping up this episode of the Plus Tips with Tara podcast. Thanks, Stacey, for being on. And uh, yeah, um, keep listening, guys. We've got more guests coming up over the next few months. And I definitely hope to see you at these events that we're handling here in Nova Scotia. And look forward to hearing from you. If you can't make it to Nova Scotia, maybe you can join us for future events. That would be great to hear from you, too. So thanks so much, Stacey. All right. Nice talk to you. Bye-bye, Tara. Bye. This is the EWN Podcast Network.